Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So I live on a very quiet street, which I love. It is a, um, it's a dead end block and, uh, we're up here, uh, up here in the Hills. Um, there are parrots and animals, but, um, not a lot of noise as far as neighbors. But of course, every time I sit down to do a podcast, uh, someone is mowing their lawn. Uh, some, there's something happening. Uh, today I think there's, uh, neighbors playing music, which is very rare here. So I apologize for that. Uh, I do everything with the garage door open. And I do that on purpose because I really believe that I'm a big believer in state and um, how I feel, uh, which is going to make me just show up better. And so doing a podcast um, in a closed garage is very depressing and I'm just not going to do my best work. So I have to open the garage. And so with that comes, you know, Amazon trucks and sometimes some music in the background. So I apologize for that. Anyway. Before I talk about the four stages of a relationship and why it's important for you to know that there are actual stages of a relationship, uh, so you don't just react to feelings, knowing that there is a reason why it's like grief. You know, when when you're grieving, um, there are stages of grief, and people go through that in you know different orders, right? Like uh, denial, acceptance. Uh, anger, you know, uh, and and the stages that you go through, they don't really have a timeline. It's unique to the individual, but knowing that there are actual stages helps so much. And so my hope is that uh, giving you my opinion of the four stages of a relationship um, will will make you feel like you're not just swimming in the ocean, that there is a course, perhaps. There is a reason why you are experiencing these feelings because you're in this stage. But before I get into that, uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, I'm wearing a robe. And uh, (laughs) um, yes, I do have a YouTube channel. By the way, my YouTube channel, um, it's my, actually my, it's my, it's the first platform that I I was active on. And so uh, one of the things kind of unique about my YouTube channel that I'm kind of embarrassed about is you could dig deep and you can see footage of, I mean, I look like I'm 12, me at 35, um, making videos before phones had cameras and, uh, just doing silly things in my underground parking structure. You could kind of see the beginning of my story and rebirth, uh, because I captured a lot of it on YouTube. Um, and I always want to delete these videos, but I leave them there because I talk about the importance of our story and not ripping out chapters. And if I was to go and start deleting videos that I'm embarrassed of, um, A, it'd be very time consuming because it's like, you know, from 15 years ago, but uh, I'd be a hypocrite, right? So if you go to my YouTube and you have a lot of time on your hands, uh, it goes deep and there's a lot of embarrassing shit. What a great way to sell your channel. There's a lot of embarrassing shit on my channel. Go check it out. All right. Uh, Stage one, the first stage of our relationship, and you all know this stage. It's called the honeymoon stage. Uh, 
Now, many people in the honeymoon stage is obviously the stage where dopamine is firing, the collision is new, you are excited about what could be. Um, this is when you don't leave the uh, house with the person. <laughs> You're just having sex and pancakes, basically. Um, this is when you're exploring someone, uh, who they are, their ideas. You're exploring bodies. You're exploring connection. Um, lots of chemicals firing in your brain, right? Lots of excitement. And I just want to say about the honeymoon phase because I really think it's such a great gift of life because a lot of people think the honeymoon phase is something to – like they give their friends a cold shower, you know, you just met this person, you know, you haven't seen the dirty socks on the floor. Uh, be careful of this. And it's like, why ruin that experience? You know, you meet someone and it's hot and fiery and things are great. Well, let me enjoy it, you know, because the honeymoon stage is, is great. It, it's, it's amazing. And it's before we start thinking about unhealthy patterns, you know, this is when we are, uh, um, the image I'm seeing is uh, in high school under the bleachers, and we are it, it, we're experiencing each other and shutting out the world, and that's okay. I think the honeymoon stage, um, like any part of life that gives you pleasure and joy, like traveling or going to a great restaurant, um, the honeymoon stage is great. Enjoy it. So that's stage one. Stage two is discomfort. <laughs> I just call it discomfort. I know it's uh, not too poetic, but uh, I call it discomfort because stage two of a relationship is as the honeymoon fades, right? As reality kicks in. And uh, as you start to really get to know someone, you start to see differences. You start to see flaws. You start to disagree on things, right? This is when... Um, you realize that, oh, this person is a person, that this person is not perfect. And they're also uh, saying the, the same thing about you. Now, it doesn't mean that the relationship is over. I mean, this is normal, right? And discomfort just means, okay, what do we do from here? Because many people, after the honeymoon phase, experience discomfort. And the thing about a relationship is any relationship we activate each other. So shit comes up. And if you're not willing to look at that, that discomfort isn't going to go away. And a lot of people jump ship. So when things get uncomfortable, um, we tend to bounce. So discomfort is prescribed. Discomfort is meant to be there so we can actually look at what is activating us. This is why I talk a lot about finding beauty in the contrast. You know, um, the discomfort stage is all about the contrast. It's all about um, what else about this person is uh, activating me. What else about this person? And there's a lot of great stuff, but what else about this person do I need to look at and consider? You know, do I want to invest in this? Hey, wanted to share with you something I'm super excited about. If you go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium, you not only get 
commercial-free episodes, but also something I'm introducing called series, rotating wellness topics, but not only lessons, but what do we do with this information? How do we thread this into our life so we could change our life? Go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. There's still exploration, I think, in the discomfort stage. But in the honeymoon stage, it's exploration of the other person because you want to know everything about the other person, right? In the discomfort stage, it's the exploration of self. So in a way, the discomfort stage is a mirror. And I think it's meant to be. Uh, It's a great test. And it's a great entrance into... Uh, the hero's journey, which is your relationship. It's the call to adventure. So during the discomfort stage, assuming you want to invest in this relationship, you are now seeing differences. You are now experiencing contrast. Uh, You guys are learning how to communicate. You're realizing uh, not just (laughs) what they like to eat, but um, how they show up in different situations, right? Uh, you're noticing them uh, when they go through life turbulence, if they're responsive, if they're reactive, you're um, learning how they fight, you're learning if they take ownership, all of that stuff. But at the same time, because it's activating you, you are also realizing how you are in this relationship, which I think is so important to be aware of because most of us, me included, are so fast to just point the finger and all our attention is on the other person, their shortcomings, you know, how they're throwing chairs and how they're not listening and all of that. Um, Ask yourself how you're showing up and what do you need to take ownership for? I want to insert here that no, we can't change anyone and we're not supposed to, but you can change yourself, and by changing yourself, you can change the dynamic of the relationship, and that can change people. There's a lyric from an old Depeche Mode song that says, you can't change the world, but you can change... Uh, it, it, it starts off by saying you can't change the world, but you can change da-da-da, and then you can change da-da-da, and you can change da-da-da, and by doing changing da-da-da, you can change the world. And it reminds me of that. You can't change people, but by changing yourself, you can change the dynamic of the relationship. And by changing the dynamic of the relationship, that's going to encourage the change of the other person. All right. So discomfort. That's where the fork, that's where there's the fork. That's where you're either going to jump ship or invest. Stage number three is what I call swimming past the breakers. And what I mean by this is, Um, you now have a decision to either invest or swim past. And when I say swim past, I'm not talking about ignoring uh, the problems or the discomfort or the stuff that's activating you. Uh, what, What I mean by swim past is to work through, to investigate. And again, a lot of hard work because you gotta look at your own shit, you know, and who wants to do that? Now, the good news is, this isn't all you're doing. You're still having fun with the person. You guys are still going on trips and having sex and, you know, 
whatever you guys enjoy. So hopefully spinning that plate will make uh, this work uh, easy. Or also the more fun that you have and the more enjoyment you're getting from the person gives you more motivation and incentive to swim past the breakers. So what does that mean? Well, it means to look at what's coming up for you, explore, investigate. Uh, what are you willing to own? Uh, swimming past breakers means to look at everything from the different love languages, uh, attachment styles, communication styles, even culture, right? Uh, my partner, Vanessa, is from New York. I'm from L.A., and uh, our culture is very different. I remember she said once, uh, I think she said, fuck you, something. And uh, in East Coast, it's, it's endearing, you know. West Coast, it's like, uh, what did you just say to me? And uh, I remember I, I took it so personally. And now I realize it's, it's a culture thing. But looking at the differences, looking at uh, your own piece, what's coming up, following that thread down to your story childhood, whatever, what are some, what are some of the wounds that you need to heal? Right. Um, but here's, here's the good news about swimming past the breakers. And, and this is where I think we do most of our, um, quote unquote work. When you think about the ocean, the, the, the shore break is where the way the waves are the loudest. Um, and when I say shore break, not just close but also you know there's like the the hundred foot waves um, but but all those waves you could see right now if you swim past all of that stuff the ocean is pretty calm and so if you're able to with your partner swim past the differences that doesn't mean to ignore it means to work through to look at to explore to look inward first uh what happens is eventually you find cadence banter compromise there is a closeness there is a relationship glue produced from the action of two people working on themselves quote unquote swim past the breakers swimming past the breakers and then it becomes calm and the calm is the result of building trust is the result of understanding each other is the result of meeting people halfway it's the result of compromise, not compromise of self, but every relationship requires compromise, right? So once you get there now, the good news is you have some legs. You have also a better understanding of self and what this is, you know? And the final stage is, um, it's another boring title. <laughs> it's uh, growth and healing. The final stage is when I believe that the relationship is greater than its parts. This is when you don't have to run anymore because the kite is in the sky. Now, when I say you don't have to run anymore, I don't, I don't mean you don't have to work on the relationship anymore, but um, I, I feel like there's some momentum. Um, when the relationship becomes greater than self, greater than the parts, because you have swam past the breakers, then I feel like this is where healing lives. And I'll tell you why. It's because this is where you're now giving yourself a new love experience. This is where you are not logically, but giving your body a new love experience. 
And there's nothing more convincing than an experience. And this is, I think, where real healing growth happens is by giving your body this new love experience, assuming it's healthy and different. Um, it's eclipsing the old, right? It's healing the old because you are reconditioning, rewiring, possibly giving your body a new definition of what love can look like. And it's not the logical thought of that. It's the actual experience of that where you drop into your body and you feel like, oh, this is what, you know, healthy love feels like, or this is what intimacy is like, or connection, or this is what safety feels like, or this is what um, being in a, in, in a relationship where people aren't jealous, or this is what um, communication feels like, healthy communication. So giving your body that experience is the healing piece, giving your body that experience over and over. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to fight anymore. Of course, you're going to fight and have conflict and all that. But you've built something stable now because both people have worked on themselves and there is understanding and trust, right? And so that's the healing. And this is what I think everyone should work toward. You're not working toward the promise. You're not working toward locking someone down. You're not working toward the happily ever after, right? You're working toward building something sustainable. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of looking inward. Um, it's going to be a lot of discomfort, but building something greater than you, where that living, breathing thing, which is your relationship, starts to heal you and your partner. And and think about this, because now we're talking about something spiritual and the, a miracle of just how we are and what love and relationships can do. You know, it, it's then you're like, oh, it's not just about being alone or having someone to uh, watch movies with. So, or it's not about just, uh, you know, having someone to eat dinner with, but it's about using the container of a relationship that is safe to heal each other. I feel like that is so, I feel like it's a miracle. I feel like it's beautiful. I feel like it's kind of what you, it's what you feel when you like realize that trees, not on the surface, but below the ground are, are, are inter interconnected and they talk through roots. And you're like, oh my God, that's so amazing, right? So like trees communicate with each other. Uh, we just don't see it because it's all underground and through roots, they, um, they talk to each other. And then you're like, oh, well, that's from something higher. That's, that's some God shit, you know? And um, relationships, when you get to that point, when you have built roots that are talking to each other, that's some God shit. So knowing that there are these, these stages, uh, at least for me, it's helpful because I ask myself, where am I in this stage? And the other thing is, you know, you could kind of snap back. You, you, can, you can be the, uh, the person that uh, got held back and have to take uh, a few classes over again. Um, but knowing that there are stages and knowing that it leads to this beautiful growth and healing space um, that is greater than self. And and then it makes me think about just um, humans and how we are miracles and uh, 
all the superficial and all the um, things that we struggle with that are kind of surface based, um, they seem so small, you know, when you think about um, the power that we have when, when we, when we love each other. Anyway, thank you for listening. Think about uh, where you're at, where you're at in your stage of your relationship and what you need to do to continue to move forward. If you're in the honeymoon stage, don't listen to anyone. Enjoy it. It's good. It's not going to last forever. I'm sorry. Enjoy it. Um, <laughs> stay under the covers. Order pancakes. Have lots of sex. Whatever you're doing. Um, if you are in the discomfort stage, well, this is the invitation to your call to adventure. Know that uh, there's uh, work around the corner. A lot of inner work. And then if you are in the swimming past the breaker stage, know that there's calm after these riptides. And to get there isn't to ignore, avoid, or sabotage. Uh, to get there is always an inward journey. And there's so much stro uh, stretch for you. And then if you are in the healing and growth stage, um, congratulations. You've built this you're 50 percent of this so um no matter what kind of relationship you're in you guys have built this thing put a lot of hard work into it and it is now uh healing so thank you for listening be well <laughs>